thank you everybody for joining us for this new edition of the She the Icon podcast. We told you guys we were coming um, fresh or hot this year with some amazing women and stories. And today we have the beautiful Stacey Thompson that has, yay, listen, she has an amazing business that she started and I was so intrigued by it. I'm like, Stacey, we have to have you on the podcast. We have to learn about you and this new industry that has opened the doors for so many people. So um, why don't you start by telling them a little bit about yourself? Sure. Okay. My name is Stacey Thompson. I am a Chicago native. Um, I went to Mizzou, um, University of Missouri for journalism. And I feel like I was lucky enough to actually use my degree. So my full-time work has been in advertising for pretty much since I graduated for like the last 10 years or so. And so now I'm taking everything I learned in advertising and digital marketing and following my passion, which is cannabis. Um, So I have a CBD company called Table for 20. And what we do is we are... We're a dinner series, right? With a membership-based dinner series. And we have pop-up events for our members once a quarter. And due to COVID and, you know, everything that's been crazy this year in 2020, I've incorporated an online CBD store to our website. Oh, wow. Okay. New additions. Mm -hmm. I like it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, the, the goal was really... Table for 20, we're all about infused food and fine dining. And what I really wanted to do was bring luxury to the cannabis stigma, especially in the Black community. You know what I mean? When you hear about marijuana or weed or whatever, you think about blunts and people on the corner, people not really doing anything or succeeding in life. Or you remember that old old drug commercial where it's like, Oh, I never really did anything. I never left the right, couch. Right, you know? <laughs> right. So I really uh. wanted to get rid of that because honestly, I, I kind of leaned into cannabis to be more productive, you know, like mm-hmm. initially. Now, I will I'll put this in the forefront. I am working very hard to stop smoking at this point, but I still like edibles and stuff. Um, but when mm-hmm. I first started to indulge in cannabis, it was to be more productive. Um I was taking writing classes at Second City. I really, you know, I just have this creative, you know, outlet that's always just exploring stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was taking these writing classes at Second City and whenever I would get writer's block, I would smoke and like it would just flow. And so I just felt like it was it was always a help to me and people treated it as such like a hindrance. You know, and I I definitely want to touch on that because I believe that people have the perception that all people that smoke weed are just like, I don't want to, I'm not even, I don't want to use the word lazy because that's not the word I'm looking for. Like they can't be productive. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or something. Yes. You know. And I, and you know what? I'm going to tell you. So from my personal experience of knowing people that, you know, do indulge, um, I, I have seen both sides. I've seen people that are fully functional. They get up, they go to work, they still maintain, you know, a sensible uh, relationship with family and friends. Um, and then I've seen the other side where I feel like some people just abuse it. And I think that's the difference. You have people that 
literally just abuse it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that is just human nature, right? Mm-hmm. You know, sex with a man that's my husband and that loves me is a beautiful thing. Sex mm-hmm. with your husband is a problem. You know, what right, I mean? right, so right, like, right. <laughs> as humans, we have the tendency to overindulge in things that feel good to us. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. human nature. Um, and bringing it back to Table for 20, that's kind of why it was important to me to kind of get rid of some of these stigmas because you have CBD and different receptors, different cannabinoid receptors in your body. You know, it's been proven that marijuana can help with anxiety and pain and cancer and and even um, mm-hmm. other ailments like being addicted to pills and stuff. You know, people oh, are yes. leaning on cannabis. So, and you know, I'm very strong in my faith and I know you are too. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that anything that God put on the planet can't mm-hmm. be bad for us. But again, as humans, we tend to overindulge and abuse certain privileges that we have. So it's up to us to learn how to be responsible, just like with alcohol, you know, people you know, and go I, out and have drinks on the weekend. Yes. They love that the mm-hmm. drinks are pretty. They love mm-hmm. that the drinks come with, <laughs> come with, um, what do you call those sparklers and stuff? Yeah. You know, we love all of those things. So, Mm-hmm. I don't see why cannabis would have to be any different, especially since, you know, if you have 10 drunk people in the room versus having 10 high people in the room, it's a totally different room. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. For me personally, I, and again, that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to stop smoking personally, and it's totally a personal thing. It's just to exercise that discipline and because again I know what works for my body and I think it's it's up to everyone right to know mm-hmm. what works for them so if you are a person and you smoke and you get sick or you smoke and you can't do anything then don't do that <laughs> you know exactly I mean? exactly me, you it know makes me cough and hack and it's, it's really not sexy so I've just decided to let it go and, you know, I want to touch on this, too, because you you spoke on the fact that, you know, um, with the medical perspective. And I want to talk about that. We got to go deeper into that because I've had this conversation before. I had even considered when everything first started. And, of course, me being, you know, a safe woman, I'm like, okay, how how am I going to put myself in a space where I can feel comfortable with you know, um, owning a business that some may consider illegal, you know, illegal mm-hmm. or not like something that will be approved of. Mm-hmm. And so my, after doing my, you know, research and things like that, I discovered something and I felt like the only reason I feel like why it's looked upon as this sort of negative connotation is because that's what we were programmed to believe because all of the other medications that they prescribe they're addictive as well 
Absolutely. They change, they change your mental perception of things. Absolutely. Um, this is why you can't drive when you take certain medications. Mm-hmm. This is why some people become addicted to certain medications. And that is how I start looking at it from that perspective. But I realize why this particular drug I'm doing air quotes Mm -hmm. was deemed so destructive or you know like oh no it's a bad thing because they could not regulate it Uh absolutely and from my perspective and you know everybody defines scriptures differently and Mm -hmm. you know they lay on people differently but in my from my perspective in Genesis when God told us to have every seed producing plant and tree and and make it as food for you to me that's a free gift from God so regulation Mm -hmm. upon that just really makes me scratch my head like I personally don't understand it um but but you but Stacey you know what the thing is see a lot of those drugs that they have deemed um what were these drug companies have made well in the terms of being able to these drug companies have taken it and they're able to make a profit off of Mm -hmm. it see you know marijuana was never looked at upon like that that was like a cheap drug that was something Uh that they never looked at as being something that could be profitable Uh but then you know it is 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 something that you know became uh, a social a social drug Uh you know where people did it leisurely at parties or at their home and they're privacy of their own home so they didn't look at it as that but when you tap into that space of these drugs that are now something that they grow in Colombia or Mexico and now they can transport it and then they can charge these ridiculous prices for okay well Mm -hmm. right and then now all of a sudden that they see like okay a lot of these um, states are in debt Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, how can we look? What can we do mm-hmm. <laughs> to get out of debt? And they're like, okay, well, all of these people are, you know, enjoying their leisure, you know, <laughs> little um, marijuana here and there. Well, maybe we should tap into that. How about we legalize it for them, you know, and, and make it where tax it and regulate yeah. it? Well, regulate exactly. and tax it, whichever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's at a point now, and that's why I'm saying this is what enticed me so much with your story. Because first of all, let me say this, and we talked about this before. There are not a lot of women in this industry. Mm-hmm. Number two, there's definitely not a lot of black women in the industry. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely not, I'm sure there are very few that are even doing what you're doing, bringing it into the aspect of dinner and food and like you said it's a subscription service Mm -hmm. so i definitely want to talk more about that so sure subscription sir first of all the the name of it was so (laughs) cute table 420 so if y'all if y'all didn't catch that listen (laughs) table 420 y'all got it table 420 and again i i wanted to be free of the stigma a little bit and it's kind of like one of those if you know you know you know, if you know that mm-hmm. it's table for 20, then you know. I don't have to say anything else. But if you don't know, you're like, oh, cool, 20 people at a party. Oh, right. Nice. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Um, okay. I want to take a step back to one of the things that you said about the taxing and the regulating and the legalizing. Um, I'm still really sensitive about all of those things because, you know, being black trying to get in this industry knowing Mm -hmm. 
how affected black and brown people have been you know because of the war on drugs you know people mm-hmm. are still in jail for petty marijuana charges now it's legal and it seems like you know it seems like the good old boys club everybody else is making money but black and brown people are still getting the short end of the stick mm-hmm. so that that's really not why oh my gosh, I feel like I'm trying to explain so much at the same time no I'm, I'm following you but, I'm following okay you. we're gonna we're gonna take that piece and we're just gonna put that on the table so number mm-hmm. one we know that black and brown people have been affected by the war on drugs and now that cannabis is legal we know that we don't have an equal opportunity at getting into this industry not that we have an equal opportunity at anything but we're just gonna put that there okay now i'm gonna take a step back and give you the backstory on why i started table for 20 in the first place um so again my full-time job is advertising and i've spent a decade in the industry and i had a great time i did digital ad buying so naturally the people that are selling are you know just raving to take you places different experiences mm-hmm. and things mm-hmm. um so it was a 420 in 2017 and i had a sales person at that time you know we had connected he knew i liked cannabis yada yada and he asked if i wanted to go to a 420 dinner and i was like absolutely you know my grandfather actually passed away on 420 so i wasn't feeling oh, wow. that great So I was like, yes, I'd love to go. Let's go. Um, And I went there and it was such a great experience, Melinda. Like everybody was peaceful and chill and talking and sharing. And um, they would introduce every course and let us know what was in it. The food was only okay, but the experience was Mm -hmm. everything. everything. Mm So during the dinner, the salesperson that I was with leaned over and said, you know, somebody could probably make a lot of money off of a model like this. And so, mm. bing, the light bulb. Light bulb, right. <laughs> <laughs> I instantly, just instantly. So that's kind of how everything got started. But along the way, I realized in Chicago, mm. there are a lot of laws on Mm -hmm. cannabis as far as being in the dispensaries okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but cbd is completely legal um and now thc is legal Mm -hmm. recreationally so technically i'm an ancillary business you know i'm not touching Mm -hmm. the plant i'm not distributing uh marijuana specifically you know i'm not in a dispensary things of that nature so i don't have to deal with a lot of those laws so Mm -hmm. it is a very good opportunity for me Mm -hmm. um and i also decided to implement the um subscriptions during covid because even before covid i would have a party um tickets would be like 115 or 150 a party and they they were really hard to sell you know mm-hmm, I, thought, mm-hmm. I thought that luxury and cannabis infused would sell y'all go to the dispensaries and, and pay like ridiculous tax. Mm-hmm, okay, yes mm-hmm. so it was really hard you know to sell those tickets but if i had everybody just paying one time on an annual basis 
then I can host as many parties as necessary to like satisfy the crowd mm-hmm. and then I don't have to sell tickets so much on top of this was always like an underground kind of exclusive list anyway so I wanted to keep all of those aspects and it just felt like a very good opportunity so gonna tie it back together to what we originally put on the table about you know black and brown people not having the the same fair chance now Mm -hmm. again that is true definitely if you want to have a product that is in a dispensary or something to that effect but when you're in an ancillary business like mine you have a lot more gray area and you have a lot more room to grow so really at this point you know I'm I'm in a program you know to receive investor funding but I don't need investor funding I don't Mm -hmm. I don't need licensing I don't have to wait until you know JB Pritzker figures out the lottery and whatever you know stuff is going on over there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just really need people to patron the business but what and I'm going to be honest with you and I I really hope that this doesn't get me in trouble with the community because you know I'm black I love y'all I I know what you're getting ready to say I I know come on brown people but nobody's buying from me Mm -hmm. the dispensary Mm -hmm. the dispensary lines in Chicago are wrapped around the corner Mm -hmm. and I will tell you as a black entrepreneur with an ancillary Mm -hmm. business I called on all those dispensaries do you think any of them are fooling with me or trying to help Mm -hmm. me or Mm -hmm. or doing is anybody ready to write a check or give me some free cannabis to host Mm -hmm. a party or even give me a venue or Mm -hmm. post my Mm -hmm. event in their dispensary no Right, but are y'all flooding my website? No, mm-hmm. so you know, I I understand the anger behind not having a fair shot. I, mm-hmm. I really don't like it either. And again, as a Christian, as not even as a Christian, as an avid Bible reader, mm-hmm. someone mm-hmm. who's who's read the scripture and knows that everything that grows out of the ground should be used as food just like everything else I have a huge problem with the over-regulation but Uh uh you know I'm just going to keep doing what I can do and I feel like at the end of the day I love throwing parties because Uh I love the positive energy when we are in or at a table for 20 party and the food is good and you know everybody is talking and vibing there's just this energy in the air and that's my high right there Uh like I live for that moment every single party so I would probably do this you know regardless just as long as the vibe was good but I think that if any if anybody is upset with the lack of diversity in the industry then they really need to check themselves and where they're getting their products from because Mm -hmm. it's plenty of black people out here doing this we're just not supporting them like we're supporting everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then that's what i wanted to ask so speaking of the way it's set up so how do you market and okay that's a even that's a great question because it's even harder when you have a cbd business or anything related to cannabis because you can't buy facebook and google ads Mm -hmm. at this point 
um, because those are still, I guess, on their community list, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I've had to lean on my digital marketing resources and reach mm-hmm. out to some more, I guess, advanced level marketing tools to get to advertise online. And then mm-hmm. everything else has been just organic and you know stuff like this podcast and I did a uh, interview on Windy City Live back in 18 but you know now I'm at the point where I'm gonna actually have to hire a publicist to get on you know the rest of these shows and to move forward but it's hard as an events company when everything's shut down (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know I know Mm -hmm. but you know we we, we definitely are gonna talk more because I have a couple of ideas that I want to share with you but you know I think I feel like you know this is new so you know you're the one that you you're experiencing all that you it's like you have to go through this and experiencing it and work through everything before you get to that point where you actually can see like I guess I'm trying to say like see an open door because you're it's just new this is new so you know you have to go through work all the kinks out um you know get the no a whole bunch of no's before you get to the yes yeah. So, and I feel like when you're new and in the industry, and it's and then like you said, battling with things like suffering with people uh, having to deal with COVID, like you know, this is a lot, and it's a lot for a business oh, yes. that requires other people. See, me, we're in a product based business, so it's easy for us to post something, you know, people go online and they buy it. But when you're in a business where you have to physically you know have people there it's it is kind of difficult but you have to learn how to pivot yeah and figure out what works and that's exactly why i added the store aspect mm-hmm. so, so with our members so okay let me back up so i call our members our canna buddies right so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cute if you sign up for the annual table for 20 subscription you're officially our canna buddy and So not only will you get to come to the quarterly events, which will turn into more often as more people sign up, but not only can you come to the quarterly events, but you get a discount on the CBD shop online. So what people don't realize is when you buy CBD retail, you're paying a significant markup, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what I've, I've introduced the store with the discount for our members. And then, you know, also when we can finally go back outside, the affiliates that are in my store are going to want to sponsor the different events and have, you know, our buddies try the products and give them their feedback. So mm-hmm. it's going to mm-hmm. be a really great experience. And I think, I think it'll be really good for the business too, but I think it'll also just people who really like to indulge true enthusiasts are always looking for new and different products and ways and stuff. So I think it will be great. Just a really good vibe for the parties too. So I'm really Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Um, So I'm not sure right now. I mean, I guess you guys will tell me eventually, you know, if the, if the discount on the CBD shop and the parties are enough for the membership again I think so because y'all going to dispensaries and paying ridiculous tax right <laughs> ridiculous tax for everything else so you know we'll, we'll see right so I'm on your website now and I see you have the some gummies mm-hmm. um peach tea mm-hmm. 
and what is that honey okay oil olive oil dog biscuits okay coffee beans Mm -hmm. okay this brownie mix this brownie mix is actually really really good now (laughs) so i you know i try to try everything before i put it in the shop and so the shape was a little off but that was probably my bad so i shaded it a little bit when it first came out of the oven but it's, it's really good and this CBD gum that I have is really what's been helping me not smoke. Like, okay, it's, it's and I'm a work in progress, y'all. I'm not perfect, okay. I'm, but I'm doing the best <laughs> that I can. Listen, so yeah, I just like I have a lot of like eclectic little products, and I'm not done adding stuff, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I feel like right now we're really still on the ground level how I would like to expand this is to get more um, black owned brown owned products you know true ally products in my store you know Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I do oh girl I want to shout out so many people I want to shout out the Georgia Hemp Company because you know I came to them with really just an idea and they showed me a lot of love and support to get to this point so i really i'm happy to be working with them i'm happy to have their products and again if you become a can buddy you can get their products for less than what you see on the website um and then i'm in an accelerator called our dream or our academy and Mm -hmm. it's based in california but it's for you know minority owned cannabis businesses and they opened up you know to everywhere because of the covid conditions and i'm really really happy to be a part of it they pair me with a mentor you know i feel like the business end of table for 20 has progressed really really well thanks to them and you know I'm hoping that I can get in front of investors and, you know, get these marketing dollars so that y'all can know about me. I'm sorry I yelled at y'all a little bit. I know <laughs> I know that not everybody knows about me because, I mean, the growth for Table for 20 has really been com- completely orga- organic, and I'm thankful for that. But I just, I know how, you know, we talk about the racial kind of barriers all the time. But along with those barriers, I just want to continue to encourage us to support each other because really we are, we are the solution to our problem. Mm-hmm. You know, we can solve our problem. We can shop with each other. We have money. None of my friends is broke. So y'all got some money. Shop with each right. other. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I think that is what most businesses need especially now with everything that's going on with COVID like that's all most small businesses need is just support you know it's not if people support the the money will come it's there I mean you know the the growth and everything will come Mm -hmm. so it's just all about supporting and really getting knowledgeable about you know what it is and I you know I mean you had like I said we talked about this before when I was like oh I don't know about that but when you (laughs) what when you told me that you know they explain it through in the menu and they talk about the benefits and how it's you know how it uh, benefits you and how it's infused in the food and i'm just like wow this is a very interesting concept and i'm yes and, and then that's the other thing you know i want people to understand 
you can have THC as an option in Chicago now that it's recreational whenever we do an in-home dinner if that's you know how you choose to indulge we can accommodate now that it's recreational legal but when you come to our events we are really focused on CBD and so if you don't want to have those psychoactive effects of the THC then as you RSVP you can let us know that you know so I don't Mm -hmm. I don't want people to feel like they automatically are coming somewhere to get high that is not our goal our goal is to create a safe and responsible place for consumption like to your point not everybody reacts the same way if you eat it or smoke it or whatever and you feel like you become unproductive that's that's not a good experience mm-hmm. you know i want you to have a good responsible experience just just like when you go out you stop at that second or third glass because you're you're feeling good and you don't want to turn it into bad it's the same level of responsibility Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like the way you have curated everything is um, an exceptional experience because let me get let me tell you guys something. Nobody, I don't care what type of dinner you're going to. You, if you're paying for something and you're paying, let's just say a hundred dollars or something, you want an experience. And what I can tell you is when people take time to put something together and it's nice and exquisite and it's elegant as what you provide, I think that they appreciate it. They'll appreciate it. And the goal is to tell more people about it and put it to be an amazing experience. So when I'm just looking at the website, like looking at the food, this food looks delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and then when we come in home, not only do we do the food, but we'll do like the table decor and setting as well. So you talk to our coordinator, let her know whatever color scheme or theme you're going with. And she, she lays it out. So you're truly, truly getting an experience through and through. And so I definitely want to ask about that. So let's talk about the menu and the food. So, okay. Most people, you know, nowadays they have eating restrictions. So how do you go about choosing the menu? Is it something that you pre-select or that you work with the chef to figure out? Or is it a menu that you work with the guests and say, okay, you know, do they have options to choose from? How does that work with the menu? Yeah, so we send out a sample menu. Now, our chef is classically trained, so she can pretty much do anything. Put mm-hmm. put She puts her foot in just about everything. <laughs> Um, but we do have a sample menu, which is basically just a curation of what people have ordered before. Um, but if you tell me that you're going with a certain theme, if you're like, hey, you know, I like your menu, but I want some Caribbean options, then I'll kind of talk to you, you know, figure out what kind of meats you like, what kind of vegetables you like, yada, yada, yada. Then I'll work with the chef and come back to you with the menu. So I do like I send out a sample menu to give you like some ideas but we can create everything. So it's your party, so we completely customize it. And okay. each each party includes four courses, two appetizers, a main course, and a dessert, and then an infused drink as well. That's what I was gonna ask, because I see the cocktails too. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the infused, so the drinks also have a CBD in them? Yes, the drinks wow. are infused okay. as well. Now we don't mix alcohol. Again, if we come into your home, of course you can have it. 
if you come to our parties we are partnered with a new restaurant that has a bar so again if you like but if you're new especially to edibles if you're not um an everyday type of um consumer or smoker then i would definitely say to just focus on the cbd see how you feel and wait on the alcohol Mm -hmm, mm okay listen i i think that you are definitely on to something amazing um, I just love the fact that it has to do with food. <laughs> listen, girl, and listen. you know, I feel like half of our meetings have been over some food. I'm mm-hmm. such a foodie. I love it. And I just, I love the whole restaurant experience. It's such a vibe for me. Yes, yes, yes. And I, I, I really love the fact that you have the membership. Like I said, mm-hmm. in in the day, this these days of COVID, you have to learn how to pivot and make sure that your business can still thrive, no matter what is thrown our way. So, you know, I think that that was a great, a great move. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I'm, I'm really hoping that people sign up. And, you know, I want to know what works for people, what what will keep them, I think. You know, the products are great. I love all the products and I know that you can get them for much less than like your brick and mortar kind of CBD shop. And they're much more trustworthy than any CBD at like the gas stations and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. But also I wanted to mention that I have a major event coming up next year. Now, it was supposed to be in December, but thanks to COVID, mm-hmm. I put it off a little bit more. But we... we we partnered with a bed and breakfast, so we're going to have a complete overnight experience. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it. it's up in Wicker Park. Um, the the tickets will be for two because it's coming with the room with the overnight stay. But we'll have like three or four different infused events on the first day and then breakfast one when you check out the next day. And it's, it's going to be a really good time. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Speaking of that, because I seen that you that was gonna be my next question and you already <laughs> answered that. So listen, you guys, she has shared so much with you guys about the table for 20. So she told you about what she has coming up. So now Stacy is ready to let you know how to get in touch with her. <laughs> yes, yes. So please check out our website, y'all. I have put so much effort into the website. So it's a table F O R and then 20 all spelled out. So A table F O R T W E N T Y dot com. Um, but if you want to follow us on Instagram or Facebook, it's A table with the number four and then 20 all spelled out. Um, but I am going to expand into YouTube as well. I'm going to start recording the parties. I think a lot of people, they just want to see it because they really don't get it when I'm talking to them. So I'm going to make sure that we have something for y'all to see, you know, coming forward. So definitely get in touch with me on the website, the contact page or Instagram, Facebook. Yes, yes, yes. You guys, make sure you go follow. If you have any questions, you are concerned, or maybe it's something that you're interested in and you think like, okay, well, I don't, I'm not really too sure. You know, reach out to Stacey. Make sure you contact her via her website and um, let her know what questions you may have. And um, make sure you spread the word. Tell people about it. Tell them that this is a, a very different and um, 
exquisite experience if this is something that you think they may be interested in and like she said she has her event coming up in february of next year when is the latest that they can register for that so i'm taking registrations all the way up into like that week before the valentine's okay. day okay um but they there are only eight rooms so it's really you know Mm-hmm. The reason that I have the membership is because I want this to stay exclusive. So mm-hmm. nothing we do is ever going to be that big. So come on up. Yes, private. Look, I like exclusive. Mm-hmm. You know, when you get a part, be a part of the exclusive club, right? Be a part of the exclusive club. Yes, this is us, our exclusive cannabis club. And I, I just have to say again, I want you guys check out our Instagram, check out our Google reviews, five stars, okay? This is truly a luxury experience. This is not your partner's brownies, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, let me clarify that for you, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And that's what we love. As you know, we most people are hardworking. You know, they they work hard and when they want to indulge and enjoy uh, great experiences, they will spend money, they will invest because that is what we work hard for. We want to be able to indulge and really enjoy these type of experiences. And they just did a recent study saying that more people are spending money on actual experiences than buying material things. And I think that that is amazing because I think that people are just tired of the same thing. And this is something that's very different and new. I think you are doing an amazing job. Thank you. And um, yes, yes, yes. So we'll continue. We'll talk later about some ideas that I have for you. But I just listen, listen, I just want everybody to be successful. And as as women and as black women, you know, we have to encourage and support and, and share ideas and advice when we have it. And, um, you know, because we want everybody to be successful. And that's the goal. Yeah. And I think, you know, I've learned this just from watching everybody and even being in the cannabis industry. You know, there's plenty of room on the table for everyone. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, just to put it into perspective, dispensaries in Chicago have made, I I believe the number was $300 million just in 2020. crazy. So think about that divided by a thousand, that divided by 20,000, you know Mm -hmm, what I mean? mm -hmm. There's plenty of wealth on the table um, for everyone. So I try not to judge businesses, you know, even on whether the person is black or white, but if it's good, if it's a good product, if it's a good experience, then shop them, continue to shop them and spread the word, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So listen, this was amazing, um, Stacy. Yes, I just want to thank, thank you, you so for taking much. time out of your day for coming on. Um, no, this, girl, this thank is great you for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, listen. So you guys, make sure you go follow a table for twenty, and make sure you guys go sign up. Go look at the website. Get a membership. Book the event that she has coming up in February. Whatever it is that you can do to possibly support, because this is what it's all about. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, thank you guys for listening. Until next time, thank you, Stacy. You're welcome. Thank Mm -hmm. you.